This is the second episode of our conversation about witchcraft and African traditional religion. And so if you did not listen to the first episode, uh, then please go back and listen to that. You can find it at gospellife.org. And then secondly, because of the topic that we're talking about today, there is some mature content. So you may not want your kids to overhear what you're listening to and save it for a time when um, they're not around. I'm Josh. And I'm Stacey Lee. We're missionaries in Malawi with Gospel Life Global Missions. And this is the Gospel Life Podcast, where we talk about missions, Malawi, and more. Today, Josh is talking with Isaac about magic and witchcraft in Malawi. So before our break, we were talking about fear and how fear is what fuels adherence to these traditional religions. So I just want people to really get into the Malawian mindset a little bit. So let's say that someone breaks into my house at night Mm -hmm. and steals things in my house. So as an American, I'm thinking, who did this? Why did they do this? They're probably uh, addicted to drugs or something, and they're fueling their drug habit, and I'm ready to call the police and and have them search for evidence to identify who did this and catch them and put them in prison. Mm. But how is a Malawian thinking about the same situation? Uh, For a Malawian, uh, first of all, uh, he sees an enemy who wants him to be poor. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and that's, he doesn't want that. And, uh, he really want, uh, to avenge for whosoever has done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, in so doing, uh, the only place they can provide all of that, it's at the witch doctor, not at now, the police. Now, first, before we get to that, mm-hmm. how did the person break into my house? Probably. Oh, yes. Yes. So, yes. Uh, first of all, how did he manage to enter in my house? Mm-hmm. And uh, why did I sleep without uh, noticing that yeah. this person has entered? So immediately, I think, yeah, you did very well so that I can think, I can explain this. Mostly, in my mind, if someone has entered in my house, I'm speaking like a, Marai, a Malawian, yeah. uh, if I didn't notice and they have managed to steal whatever they have taken, Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that that person had certain charms which mm-hmm. made me not to notice yeah. that they came in my house. Yeah. And that that means I really need to find out who that is and mm-hmm. what powers did they use. Yeah. So I need to go and get more, uh, somebody yeah. who has more power than yeah. that. Or even that they, to come into my house, transform themselves into some sort of animal, right. like a snake right. or a leopard yes. or something yes. that could quietly enter my house, yes. take my things. Um, and they did that through the powers of the witch doctor. Right. Which, as an American, I think, wow, that is just insane. You know, that's my my initial reaction yes. to that. But but that is the most plausible explanation to it, from this. their worldview. Yes. yes. Yeah. So then, um, if that's how this happened, 
how do I respond? I respond with magic. Uh, you know, you fight fire with fire. You Absolutely. fight magic with yes. magic. You don't go to the police because the police will not help you to really yeah. answer those questions, which I already linked. How can in my the mind. police know who did this if they came in as a leopard or as a snake? It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I go to somebody who also knows magic, they are able to tell me, oh, this is how the person came in your house, yeah. oh, they used this, and uh, yeah. And, and they can tell exactly uh, who that person is, where they are, yes. where they've hidden the yes. things they've yes. stolen. Yes, and they even ask you, what do you want us to do to them? Mm -hmm. Do you want them to, they have stomach to start swelling? Yeah. Uh, whatever you want. So you choose uh, the, what you want them, to, uh, what you want them to, uh, to experience. Yeah. So there, there is this, this economy, if you will, where you are constantly dealing in fear and revenge. Yes. Fear and revenge, right. fear, power, and revenge. Right. This system uh, where, you know, you, you look at the average village and you see this place where you know people know one another and they they've known one another forever and there's a, a level of community there's a level of love there's mm -hmm. a level of you know they're going to help one another if there's you know a hardship right uh, but then under the surface it's not that that's all. Yeah, there is old hatreds. There's grudges mm -hmm. that are being held. Uh, there's a lack of forgiveness, and there is constant revenge and fear that someone else is going to have revenge on you for right. something you did, and right. you're trying to preempt that yes. and have it. And so it's just all these these things that are boiling under mm -hmm. the surface. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, let's talk. Let's take another situation. Yes, and, and talk about how I would think about it, and how a Malawian, average Malawian, would think about right. it. So let's say something even as simple as um, I'm putting my shoe on, and I get stung by a scorpion. Mm -hmm. A scorpion. Actually, you had a scorpion sting you the, <laughs> a few uh, months ago. Yes, yes, and you were was... telling me about how your natural Malawian way of thinking <laughs> just kind of popped up right, almost right, naturally. Right. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I've made a huge mistake that I didn't think about the possibility of this scorpion being there because I know that scorpions like dark places right. and, um, and I should have thought about that right, right. beforehand because that's just the natural way that God made scorpions was to like these type of dark places. Right. And therefore I made the mistake of, of putting my foot right on top of him mm -hmm. and he stung me. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Right. But How's a Malawian thinking about the same situation? Immediately, I'm stung by the scorpion. I'm already thinking, uh, whom did I offend? Mm -hmm. Or who is after my life? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm already uh, thinking of uh, uh, 
anyone who might uh, try to take my life. Yeah. Uh, so somebody who is trying to use magic to uh, help me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not going to be thinking, oh, where I am, maybe there are mm. scorpions already. Yeah. I'm only thinking of uh, somebody who might try to inf- uh, cause danger on my life. So everything, or at least almost everything in my life, has a cause. Yes. And the cause is not what we would say from a Western point of view, natural causes. No, no. It's yeah. supernatural. It has to be supernatural. Yeah, but but it's not supernatural in the sense that we as Christians believe that there is divine providence. Yes. It, it's this mixture of natural and supernatural in, the, in that there is a human... A, a, a normal human being right. who is using the ancestral spirits right. and manipulating them to have revenge upon me. Right. Yes. Yes. That's just a horrible way to live, yes, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a life where you are constantly watching uh, who might attack me at any time. Yeah. And uh, because of that, it, it's, uh, that's why it is all driven by fear. Because mm-hmm. I'm constantly thinking of who might harm me mm-hmm. uh, with their magic. I'm also finding ways in which I can protect myself for spiritually speaking as yeah, well. Yeah. It is, it's, it's, it's like you are in this, uh, you are enslaved by this and mm-hmm. you are always battling on how you're going to protect yourself. Yeah. And, and just uh, one more thing before we move on to an, a new topic. I just want to emphasize that this is in every area of life. Yes. So, yes. uh, not just business, not just farming, not just your personal life. Uh, sports? Yes. yes. So if you're a, a soccer team or football team, as we say here, what are you doing to make sure you win? So you make sure you go and get uh, a very uh, uh, powerful witch doctor mm-hmm. who, who is going to want protect uh, the goalkeeper yeah. and protect the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that no ball enter in, yeah. and uh, helping even the guy who is scoring uh, the the striker. Yeah, the striker. Yeah, helping the strike that when he he shoots the ball, yeah. uh, it goes straight, and the keeper should not see it. So if my team loses, that means it's not because. Uh, the other team played better or has more talented no. players. It's because they have a more talented witch doctor. Absolutely. I remember uh, there was, this is a situation which happened uh, between uh, uh, the two main teams, Bures and Wanderers. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the witch doctor who was uh, at the other party decided to go to Bules. Lefty mm-hmm. Wanderers and Bullets won uh, that soccer match. Yeah. And the, the supporters of uh, Wanderers went and they actually beat up the witch doctor mm-hmm. because they knew that it was this witch doctor which caused <laughs> them to win the, the sport. And, and so we already made allusion to politics. Why does one party win over the other party? It's because of the more powerful witchcraft. Yes, yes. I mean, it's, it really is 
every part of life that is involved because it's not just compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the worldview. Yes. And Christianity or, or even Islam gets compartmentalized into the religion area of your life, but that's not the, that doesn't control your thinking. No, not really. That doesn't control the way you live in the world. That's just the, the religion compartment. Yes. We, uh, we can yeah. even go to the smallest things like even proposing a lady mm. you actually for a guy to be accepted they go to which doctor yeah. to get the medicine so that <laughs> so she'll able. say yes <laughs> oh. yeah so there's hope for any guy <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, go ahead and let's bring the Bible into this conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, and the first thing I want to talk about, uh, I th- I think this could be surprising to some of the people listening, is the question: Are these things real? Uh, so, growing up in America, you are watching traditional stories, uh, movies like from Walt Disney and um, you're you're reading traditional books or even Christian-based books like the Chronicles of Narnia where there's the White Witch Mm. and there's magic and things involved. And and we are told uh, from a very young age, uh, these things aren't real. This mm. is just make believe. These are just stories, and, um, and 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 there's definitely, I would say, there's definitely a difference between the magic you read about in the Chronicles of Narnia, right. or some of the Disney movies, and what we're talking about. It's not the same no, type of thing. It is, but when different. we get to um, where we're hearing about these traditional practices, unfortunately, we take our mentality from those stories that these things aren't real and then we say okay if if the white witch isn't real mm. then these these guys are just all frauds right and it, it's not real so how do we deal with that from a christian perspective i think uh, from a christian uh, point of view we have to understand that uh we uh we, we have the uh the our physical world mm-hmm. but we also have a spiritual world yeah where we believe the devil is real the demons are real mm-hmm. we believe in the uh, in god who is the spirit and the, so i think uh the, all of these things uh they confirm the real the existence of the devil and yeah. the demons because it's all the workings of the devil and the demons that's right that's right Right. And um, it, we're not saying that everything that a witch doctor does uh, is really happening. There is this mixture of actual spiritual power, mm-hmm. actual supernatural things mm-hmm. that happen, mm-hmm. and deception. Right. But th- we should expect that from Satan, right? Absolutely. Um, so I was reading uh, in my daily Bible reading, I'm in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. So I came to where Philip uh, goes to Samaria and preaches the gospel for the first time. And one of the main converts is a magician. Yes. So this is not like just um, something in Africa. This is all around the world, even in Europe, if you go back uh, to our traditional religions, there's this uh, this 
main currency of witchcraft right. and magic. Right. But here is a guy who is recognized by the Samaritans as a great magician. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all of a sudden, he hears the gospel and he believes, but he still is so confused because when Peter comes and lays his hands on the Samaritans and gives them uh, the Holy Spirit, do you remember what Simon does? He he asks Peter to buy the, the powers which he's able to yeah. do that. So he's still operating <laughs> on his old worldview. Right. And of course, the Bible doesn't really tell us if it, what happens with him. Christian tradition is that he is the initiator of a lot of Christian heresies mm. that they started with Simon. But <laughs> the Bible doesn't say what happens. It just ends the story there They're that right. Peter rebukes yes, him yes. and moves on. So maybe he was a, he was a real believer. He just hadn't understood the full implications oh, of his faith. Yes, yes. But it was just so poignant that here's this intersection of magic and money. Mm-hmm. And when the gospel comes and the Holy Spirit comes, uh, it's still there in his mind. He's still operating on that old way right, of thinking. Right, right. And um, and his way of thinking isn't that, oh, my old ways didn't work. Mm-hmm. It's that, oh, here's a new way that's even more, more powerful. powerful. So better I get this to uh, rather than what I had, this might make me more money. Yeah. So let's talk for a moment then about African Christianity. <clears throat> so the pastor becomes the new witch doctor in a lot of ways, right? Absolutely. And uh, to just to dig a little bit deeper on that, uh, we have seen because of uh, uh, a failure to understand Christianity and this uh, uh, African traditional religion, mm-hmm. we have seen the, that strong mix of these two things yeah. to the point that the pastors, as they are coming in, actually most of the pastors, they tend to use the magic mm-hmm. and then bring the, the Bible as the cover up while yeah. they are doing the, the magic self. Yeah. And people are unable to see the difference because the people have uh, taken Christianity and they, uh, they've just mixed it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christianity gives us something better, but we don't want to leave this one as well yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so, so you know, this there's this mixture of Pentecostal Christianity uh, with the prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. okay, so there that aligns perfectly with African traditional religion, with the emphasis on power, absolutely, and money, and money. Okay, so that's those ingredients are there. You add the ingredient of of the pastor as the the favorite title for these guys is the man of God, right? Or and they're calling themselves prophets. They're calling themselves apostles. But here is the man who has special access to God in the spirit world. Yes, just like the witch doctor. Yes, 
He's the bridge. He is the bridge. Yeah. You, I, 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 I can't, I, it's more like I can't really uh, get God's blessing on my own. Yeah. Uh, I need somebody to uh, proclaim that blessing on me. Uh, mm-hmm. I need somebody to, uh, to, uh, to give me the powers. I can't really speak to God on my own. Yeah. So, yeah, the man of God uh, stands in between of the uh, witch, uh, uh, stands in, in place of the witch doctor. Mm-hmm. I know everyone is tired of hearing about in these uncertain times, but uh, we do want to take a moment to say a big thank you to everyone who has continued to faithfully give to Gospel Life during these uncertain times. And that is the vast majority of our donors, and we are so blessed to know that you have continued even as you've faced struggles and difficulties in your own lives, that you have continued to make the gospel going forth here in Malawi a priority to you and your family. So we just want to say thank you. At the same time, because of what we're facing in the U.S., there have been some of our donors who unfortunately just haven't been able to continue giving at their same normal level. And we understand the things they're going through, and we know that uh, that uh, pull back from giving doesn't say that they don't care about the work here or anything like that. And if that's you, we are still thankful for all you've been able to do in the past. But if uh, you have something a little extra that you can give right now, then this would be a great time to help us meet some of these shortfalls that we're facing because of the difficulties of coronavirus and the downturn in the economy. So if you have a moment and the Lord leads you, head over to gospellife.org give and give to help us through this difficult time. Popular African Christianity is not about preaching the truth of the gospel and seeing people repent of their sins and believe. No, no, not at all. It is about people having access to God's power Mm -hmm. to solve the problems in their lives. In their daily life. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, And so... When we go talk to people about, you know, do you have a relationship with God? Uh, Has God saved you? Instead of getting stories about how they were a sinner and they were enslaved to their sin and they were blinded by their sin and all their their sin caused all these. difficulties in their life and and could never give them happiness. Mm -hmm. And then they heard the gospel and they believed and they felt forgiveness Mm -hmm. and joy and Mm -hmm. freedom and peace and all those things. We hear stories of, I was sick Mm -hmm. and I believed on Jesus and I was healed. Yes. I was in an 
a motorcycle accident. accident. Yeah. And so you can see very clearly it's not uh, a sin forgiveness. No. It's a problem fear power dynamic. Right. Um, Do you think that there is at least a level of truthfulness in that? Can we find that way of thinking anywhere dealt with in the Bible? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, because, like, uh, when uh, I'm right now, I don't have a quick passage in my yeah. mind. Uh, but <clears throat> when he, when, when it's more like uh, you want Jesus to mm-hmm. just solve something, yeah, uh, then uh, but you don't really want him to control everything. Mm-hmm. I think he, um, yeah. I'm am I'm, I'm reminded of uh, Jesus Christ talking to his disciples. Yeah. Uh, that uh, if if you really want to be my disciples, you you have to almost head your your very life. Yeah. Uh, in other words, coming to Jesus Christ is to come to Jesus as everything, not just mm-hmm. to fix the things in my life. Yeah. No, but to see Jesus Christ as a treasure and you want it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think uh, the Bible really uh, confronts that kind of thinking yeah that we come to jesus just to because he has helped me this way yeah but it's not that we don't think jesus can help us it's not like they're opposites yes Uh, but we come to jesus giving up on on our own attempts to control our lives uh, and we give control over to him yes he he's our lord yes uh which is um in the biblical world i'll put my New Testament scholar hat on for yes. a second. Uh, the term Lord is is not is both a political term. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Caesar is Lord. Yes. But it's also uh, in the Greek world a very spiritual term. Mm. So there are lords in the world that are these powerful spirits. Right. And, uh, and so we are declaring the power and authority of Jesus Jesus Christ by saying Jesus is Lord yes. and and um, and when we make that statement as Christians we're making a statement that I think goes against uh, the African traditional way of thinking mm. which is we're not only saying Jesus is a Lord no we're saying that he is the one and only Lord. Yes. And that there is no other name under heaven whereby men can be saved. Yeah. He's it. Yeah. Uh, and he is as he is above every power and authority. And so we put our lives in his hand, in his power, and in his control. Right. And we know that he will take care of us. Absolutely. So that even if you die tomorrow in a minibus accident, you know, I'm you're okay. okay. I'm very fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yes, that's a, uh, uh, that's a right world of understanding, uh, mm-hmm. really the Lordship of Jesus Christ, which uh, uh, we have that problem of failure to really fully understand that. Yeah. Uh, and it all goes back to the idea that, there isn't really a true proclamation of the gospel. Yeah. So um, we we mentioned that there is really supernatural things that are happening. Yes. And that is empowered. It's not true 
that your grandmother or grandfather, you buried him, and now he is doing things in the spiritual world. We know biblically that uh, people, when they die, uh, then they they go to heaven or hell. Yes, they're not. You're, they're not manipulating things in no, the world. No, not at all. But there are evil spirits. And they are powerful. Mm -hmm. And their job is to blind the minds of the unbelievers to the light of the gospel Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the glory of Jesus Christ. Yes. And therefore, they give power to other religions in order to blind people to the truth. Right. Um, So, we don't... I don't have to explain why something happened or whether or not that was genuine. Mm. Like if if we have a pastor who comes to us and says, this happened, this happened, he's telling us all these supernatural things that happened with the witch doctor. Right. I don't have to be able to say, well, no, that didn't really happen. No. And this is why you know it didn't happen <laughs> and, and be able to explain it. You know, I, I know that whether it really happened or it didn't, Either way, Satan is the one who's that using way. that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And he is using it to distract from the truth. Absolutely. And to blind people to the truth. Yes. And so we can just accept that someone's um, perception mm. of those things as genuine. That, and that's what they really think. Yes. And yet we can still come in with the truth that it doesn't matter if this witch doctor has this power, yes, the Christ is more powerful. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, in in Ephesus, Ephesus, I think is the most um, it, applicable place for, for this. The, yes, this for topic. Our con- yes, yeah. So, what do we see when Paul goes to Ephesus in the books of, book of Acts? So in, in, in the book of Acts, we see Paul uh, preaching the gospel, and we have all of these people who were involved in magic and mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of witchcraft. Yeah. Uh, they believe in the gospel. They see the power of the gospel, and they bring all of these things, which they, they believed, and they spend a lot of money yeah. uh, to buy them, yeah. and they, they burn them. Yeah. Uh, in the- uh, just before that, I think there's a point to be made. All right. So what motivates them to do that uh, in the book of Acts is that first there are these Jewish exorcists. Yes. Right. Yes. And um, and this just goes to show you how prevalent magic is in every society. Mm. Even we think of the Jews as you know there's laws against magic in the in the Mosaic law. They weren't involved in these things. You look in the they, Bible. They, they were. were. They were. You look in um, in in what we call the Second Temple literature. There's all kinds of of magic and exorcism and all these things mm. involved. Mm. So we see an example of these people uh, going and trying to cast out a demon. <laughs> yeah, and the demons and they say we we cast you out in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches. Right, and the demon says, "Well, I know who Paul is." 
I know who Jesus is, but who are you? Yeah. And then the man with the demon beats them up, strips off their clothes, and sends them running away. And so you see here both this intersection of these people were didn't have true power. They didn't. Really. So they, they were deceivers. They were just trying to perform. But they, at the same time, have this interaction <laughs> with real demonic power yes. uh, that is genuine, right. and it overcomes them. But when, uh, and this is just God, right? He he takes this thing that we would think, wow, this is horrible yeah. that these uh, magicians are using the name of Jesus yeah. uh, in order to try to cast out a demon. But But it actually, the report of this fills the church with fear. Well, absolutely. So that they uh, do what they should have done from the very yes, beginning. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And which yes. is to take all these things and burn and them. And burn them, right. And, and I forget what Luke says, the amount of money, but um, I calculated it for a sermon. I think it came out to 137 years worth of salary. Absolutely, yes. That that yes. the value of these charms and magic books that were being burned. It was a lot of money. Yeah. So um, when you read the book of Ephesians, it's very easy to come at it from a Western perspective and just kind of zoom through it and not see the emphasis that is on the superiority of Jesus uh, and his power. Absolutely. Above all of these. Yeah. Uh, all through the book. Yes. Paul is saying <laughs> Jesus is above every dominion and authority and power and every name. And what he's saying is all these things, mm. these spiritual powers mm. that uh, you're trying to manipulate through magic right. and you're afraid of. Right. Uh, why are you afraid of them? Why are you living this way? Yeah. Because if you've come to Jesus, they, he's above all of them. All of them, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So uh, that is the constant message, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how do you think, uh, just tell us some of the examples that we've seen uh, of people starting to get that message and how how our pastors and stuff are dealing with that uh, that truth. Huh. Yeah, so I think uh, things which we have uh, started seeing uh, in uh, in most of the people, in our pastors, uh, it's uh, an eye-opening, which uh, it's like they were so blinded and then they, uh, their eyes are opening up uh, to see how uh, deceptive these are. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, they believe in magics and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think we have started seeing people even burning their own uh, all of these things yeah. which they believed in, uh, which uh, we uh, which is a hope that uh, uh, we 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 are penetrating in yeah. these dark. One of our pastors, yeah. um, he is one of our students at the Shepherd's Academy. Right. He confessed this to you uh, a couple of months ago, yes. and you actually went with him to his village to burn the different charms and things that he was using to for his business. Right, right. And he was a very successful uh, businessman, very buying much. groceries yes. and selling groceries. Yes. yes. Um, tell us how much money those things were worth that he he burnt. So in the quarter. 
uh, it was worth the uh, hundred and eighty thousand. One hundred and eighty thousand. Yes. Yeah. Which you can uh, put in dollars. <laughs> Let me get my calculator real quick. I should have uh, been prepared for this, this yes. number. So, a hundred and eighty thousand kwacha. Divided by exchange rate of about seven thirty is about two hundred and fifty dollars. Absolutely, which again is an incredible amount of money. Here, yes, for for many of these people. Absolutely, I mean the minimum wage in a job is thirty thousand kwacha. Yes, so or thirty five, thirty five thousand. Um, and so to talk about a hundred and eighty thousand, that's just. That's just incredible. And then you just burned it. Yes. And it's gone. Yes. Um, and and yet, he talked about the freedom he felt. Which he felt, that. right. And you see, just on that, just I don't need it, like, you were you were asking a question that sometimes you might ask maybe this is not real can this really be real mm-hmm. I think uh, with examples like this uh, for somebody who has experienced some of these things and you tell them that oh magic is not real yeah. they will refuse you yeah. because they have seen how it works yeah. and yeah. they have actually benefited a lot yeah. uh, you can't argue with someone's experience yes, right yes, and, yes. Uh, and especially me with my wife skin yeah. if I come in and say hey you've got to get rid of these things they're not real they're you know you need to trust more in Jesus and, and just forget all this this stuff they're gonna say well that's just the white man talking absolutely that's just his way his point of view Actually, but he doesn't know <laughs> what Africa really is absolutely and most I, I think that for the reason the people, have continuously believed in these things while on top of it wearing the face of Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's because of the, uh, the the unbelief which has existed in people that, oh, this it's not real. Mm-hmm. Then in so doing, they speak with uh, about them in a plain way. Oh, just leave them. They don't do that. Yeah. Without knowing that, actually, because of this person's experience, they have he has really been grooved in this, and yeah. there is no new way he can just leave it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in uh, I was just saying that. Yeah. Uh, to uh, and, and I think our problem as Westerners coming here is that we don't see these things in the Bible. Yes. But they're there. Yes. They're all over the place. The the emphasis on the demonic, on on power, on magic, mm-hmm. on fall. I mean, it's everywhere. But our culture, we read from a certain cultural viewpoint and we don't see it. Right. Even though it's staring us in the face. Right. And so when we teach the Bible, we're not teaching how the Bible addresses those things mm. because we're blinded to it. And so it takes us kind of growing in our awareness right. and really trying to listen and understand the, the African worldview mm. in order to um, see these things and address these things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. And hopefully, for those of you listening today, this conversation will just help to open your eyes a little bit both in the way that you pray for us, in the way you read your Bible, mm. and um, understand the work that we are doing here in Malawi. And also, of course, now that you've met Isaac, you can pray for him and the work that he does here as well. 
Well, Isaac, we come to the end of our episode, and at the end of each episode, Stacy and I usually do a segment called What You're Reading. And so I want to ask you, what you're reading? So I have been reading a book by C.J. Mahaney. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about uh, humility, but yeah. it's entitled The Humility True Greatness. Yeah, it's a yeah. short little book. It I think. is a yeah. very short book. Yes. Uh, from this book, I've been uh, uh, I, mainly I was been so interested to read all over this book again uh, because of the truths which he, uh, C.J. Mahaney is bringing out yeah. on uh, mainly humility. Mm. And I love the quote which he puts in his book from John Stout. Yeah. Uh, where he says that at each level of maturity, you might be in your Christian work, in your Christian growth. Uh, humility is your greatest friend. Yeah. And uh, pride is your greatest enemy. Yeah. I've, I've read that book. It's been a long time, yeah. but it, I remember uh, enjoying it immensely. So yeah. pick that one up. Uh, so it's my term. And one of the books I'm reading right now is entitled Blessed. A History of the American Prosperity Gospel, and it's by a lady named Kate Bowler. And um, I mean, the title explains it. it. It goes back to the early history of Pentecostalism and how uh, that developed over time into the prosperity gospel that we see today in churches uh, like uh, Joel Osteen mm. and um, some of the other false teachers in America. So, um, which it, it's just focusing on American history, but this is what we've exported right. as American Christians <laughs> all around the world, right. as we kind of discussed in the podcast. And so, um, it's a it's it's very fascinating to see how that has developed over time, and there's been different versions of the prosperity gospel uh, over time, but um, but now it seems to be something that's so strong and here to stay. Yeah. Especially as Africa is becoming the center of Christianity right, in the world. Right. More Christians in Africa than anywhere else. Mm. And what is the main faith here? Mm. Prosperity, Prosperity gospel. gospel. Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Gospel Life Go. God provides for the needs of Gospel Life through your prayers and gifts. To become a prayer or giving partner, go to gospellife.org. We hope you join us in glorifying God by growing disciples who make disciples. We hope that you live a gospel life.